Salutations, travelers, and welcome back to the Sea of Stars. I'm Troll Toad, and this is my bridge. When we last left our party, they were traveling through a demiplane called the Barricades. They had just fought a, what amounts to a demigod and some cultists. Now they are trying to figure out what's going on and not repeat the past mistakes for once. Let's see if they actually succeed this time, huh? For the start of the session, we are going to do some housekeeping stuff to set some stuff that some people are a little bit confused about. First off, inspo dice. You've heard us use them. The rules on it are as follows. Uh, you get an inspo dice when you crit. You can use one inspo dice before you know the result of a roll to add a d8 to the roll. We also have hero points that I am very sparing in giving out that allow you to re-roll. So you roll with advantage, basically, and that has to be used again before you know the result of a roll. Renown. Renown is the system of currency we, the currency we use. It's also a system for power. Uh, our, for the purposes of the, this episode... All you need to know is that uh, our players hold the renown as a power inside them until they get it certified at a bank, and they lose 25% of their held renown every time they take a long rest. And you guys just killed a bunch of cultists. What do you do? Oh, uh, one more one more item. Uh, one cultist last time was burnt to a crisp. And I said at the time that they bled, it has been pointed out, they do not. So, that one cultist did not bleed. Now, what do you guys do? So we're looking at this, at this, uh, like, shape in the ground, right? Yeah, so there is a circular pattern in the tiles uh, that is covered in grooves. The grooves all kind of seem to make it so that the blood that is spilled within that circle flows underneath the barricades. Um, Where you are right now, you are in kind of like an elbow of the barricade. So it's kind of like um, a crook in it where it bends around and goes back the way you came. uh, Except So you'd be running parallel to the path you just took if you continued along the path. There is not a break in the path. There are still 50-foot walls of junk that you guys now know are mimics. Super. Told you they were mimics. We don't know they're mimics, right? We just think they're mimics. They can't all be mimics. They can't can't all be mimics. You should climb that wall. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what do you guys do? Uh, Can I do an occultism roll on the... uh, on the ritual thing that's going on here. Go for it. That's a natural 20 to start. You got nice. a natural 20. Natural 20. Huh. Okay, thematically, I'm going to have to have you use Pocket Library to, to get this. Okay. Which is a, it's a cantrip anyway, right? No, it's a first no. spell. Yeah. It's actually going to cost me quite a bit. I am still going to say, for you to know what this is, you would need to use Pocket Library. Mm. You would not have a way to... I actually can't. I don't have before. Pocket Library... Uh, I've used all my I used used all my level one spells. Oh. Okay. Damn. So here's how I'm gonna roll rule this. 
you see the markings and you do not know what they are. Do take an inspo dice. However, you have seen them before. You pull out one of your deeds. Mm. You look at it. It has the same markings on it as a circle on the ground. Is it a deed that I actually did? Or is it a deed that I have a key? Sorry, one of your one of your tails. I don't think you have any deeds. (laughs) We're poor. Um, (laughs) You are. Yeah, I can No, I don't have any deeds. Yep, you're not there yet. Um, So yeah, so uh, you notice that the the circle around the outside is very similar to the circle on the outside of the pattern on the ground. So like the if we were talking about actual currency, like the the base. The step up from the base. The yarn's a thread. Oh, no, no. I mean, I mean, like, on a dollar bill, mm-hmm. the, the standard boilerplate dollar bill mm-hmm. has these symbols, etc. on it. Yeah, so you would basically this have the, the border would be the same. So the bank's behind so all it. the deeds have that. All the tails, yeah. All the tails, yeah. Sorry. Yep. Interesting. So then I uh, take out the yeah, tail. I'm going to say, since you got a natural 20... I've also seen this in one other place. This, these sorts of patterns. I've seen them around the around the archway, with the door that led you to the shifts from the bank. In Amakashi. In Amakashi. Hmm. Similar symbols, not the same. Yeah, make peace is gonna uh, scratch his face and hold up a deed or tail. To the group and say, well, now, why does this look like that? And he's really going to be side-eyeing both Asario and Finnick, because I don't believe Thrawn's nose. <laughs> Can I just wander into the center of this, too? While this Absolutely. Into the center? Oh, no. <laughs> Accidentally brave Thrawn. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a uh, macabre request. Can I kind of, like, take my sword and... Uh bat one of the heads towards the center. Yeah, sure. Go for it. Yeah. So what? I'm going to do that. All right. Like roll perception. Golf. Okay. And golf. This is how golf was invented, guys. Nat 20. Nat 20. What? What? Nat what? 20. What this is, is this This is now odd. Um, <laughs> so you bat yeah, the towards the center of the circle. As you do, uh, you watch as... Um, blood kind of pops out of it as you hit it. Uh, you kind of give it like a, a last little spurt. Uh, and it immediately gets sucked into the circle. You notice something else. On the very edge of your vision, you see a little bit of... It looks like wisps of red smoke get pulled into the circle as well. Hmm. I, I, I acknowledge it in my own head and um, I don't share it with anyone. Okay. That happens. I'm not quite sure what I even saw. That happens. Okay. So Make Peace has just looked at uh, Asario and Finnick and said, Now, what do you think that means? Well, maybe someone who makes these coins has something to do with it. Maybe the bank? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, Just I'm, say it. I, I, I thought we were already there. I, I'm wondering if you have any 
knowledge that's more specific. Can I roll to see if I... you can roll a memory check? I don't know if uh, I would, would. You'd be rolling. You'd be rolling a cult. Okay. Um, you would have to get memories back for it, so it would have to. I mean, we've rolled two mat twenties in a row, so who knows? Who knows? Yep. Uh, where's my cult? There she is. Uh, dirty twenty. It's not the same. But... Dirty twenty. Yeah. <laughs> You have a hazy memory of at one point knowing exactly how this sort of magic works. Mm. You do not now. Fair. But you do know that the outer circle has something to do with renown. The outer circle has something to do with renown. (laughs) This seems like something we should debate later and maybe continue on. We should, but this does inform us on how to proceed. Does it's it, interesting that as soon as she says this has something to do with renown, you want us to move on. No, it just seems like we should catch up to Howell as quickly as possible. We should. I kind of agree with that. Aren't you playing golf? You don't have a name for it yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's workshopping. What's golf? Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's forge ahead then. Just be careful, guys. I saw some red stuff. So Not we blood. we are. Tr- what define, do you mean? Define, define red stuff, not blood. Looks like somebody was smoking a pipe. You saw a person red. smoking a pipe? No, like the smoke. Mm-hmm. So you saw red smoke? Yes. Where? What, the, what does the pipe have to do with any of this? I don't know. It was how I visualized it in my head and As conveyed it, it to you. Hmm. Uh, a call roll on that. <coughs> What's that? Call roll on that. The red smoke. Yeah, go for it. Um... May, Does anyone else want to take yeah, a shot? Yeah, may this I night? as well. Can I, can I, can I, aid, can I aid you? I have a pretty good occult. Yeah. May I? Yep, go for it. Right. Good occult, not great roll. Um, that's a sixteen. Uh, that's a that's a twenty-seven to aid. Twenty-seven. Okay, so you do get you do get the aid. Uh, that would you that'd be a not quite a critical success. Yeah. But it would give you a plus two to the circumstance bonus on this roll. So what's your final roll? Eighteen. Eighteen. Oh, we got that mixed up. That's okay. Yeah. You recognize this. This is renown in its elemental state. Ooh. I will share that. Specifically, bad renown. Bad renown? Oh, like evil renown. Yep. Like renown you get from bad attention. I thought there was no such thing as bad PR. (laughs) I mean. (laughs) I mean, it it all works the same. It's just different colors. Who knows why? You don't. <laughs> yeah, you, you certainly don't. <laughs> but yes, I, uh, Howell is getting away. We should make haste. Mm. Uh, yeah, make peace will take the time to uh, press the digitate any kind of blood on him or his weapons. Where are you standing? Away from the circle. Okay. Oh, interesting. I the circle. With your 20 perception... I didn't say this before. I apologize. All of the blood that was on you got wiped off when you stepped on the circle. Okay. Oh, how can you do that? That's quite. That's a nice full service place. <laughs> okay, so you press it. You press press the digitate yourself clean. Yes. Okay. So that blood is going somewhere. It's flowing underneath the barrier. <laughs> Where do we think it's going? As I start, <laughs> as I start to walk. 
toward the path. Well, let's put all the puzzle pieces together here. This has got some kind of some kind of magic to do with the bank and the way it processes renown. You think that the smoke, the thrust saw that did not, to be clear, come from a pipe. <laughs> was was raw renown. And there's good and bad kinds of renown. Finnick? I think we what are we talking about? Can we just go? When in doubt, follow the blood trail. <clears throat> the faster you want to move, the more I want to stand still. You're attempting to debate the nature of currency. We are moving. We are moving. We're, We're the walking, plan was to yes. walk and We're walking and talking. Yes, you this do. is an Aaron Sorkin. Yes, yeah, so you guys you guys are walking along and talking. So you guys I don't think it, it was ever expressed. So you guys are as you guys are starting this conversation, walking through the circle and up the path. Continuing on your way. Yeah. Okay. That happens. <coughs> I will take leave. Finnick is annoyed. Right. Uh, can I roll a stealth check and shake my head, move into the shadows along the wall, and move up the thrust? Uh, 13 plus 9. 22. 22. Uh, Makepeace, what's your perception? Uh, base, my base is... Uh, 19. It's plus a 19? No, it's plus 9. Plus 9. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you do that. All right. I'm going to continue to just pick at a brain. Okay. The whole time. We can, we can roll with that if you want, but... We'll go it'll, for it. Yeah. It'll be just yeah. like, like... It seems like it's important questions, so... It might not be a bad idea. So, we've got Howl, who's got us into this... And can I do a perception roll to see, like, what's in front of us on the path? Is it straight? It's wall on either side, right? It's wall on either side, and it has a gentle bend in it. You can't see what's, what's at the end of the bend, but there aren't breaks in the wall. But the bend is, is severe enough, so it's not straight. Yes. Can I do a roll? So, no, I probably can't do this right now. But... I want to, as we're walking, begin to try to keep track of the path we're taking. Okay. So like if, if, as if I were to draw it. In fact, I probably will be drawing it. You're going to draw the path as you walk? Yes. Kind of creating a map. That's All a right. lot. I'm You're talking have to and drawing? check for that. Okay. Talking, drawing, walking. That's a lot. He's, he's, a, he's a smart boy. Yeah. <laughs> he's a smart fella. Uh, yeah, a crafting check for that. Okay. Uh, and I'll use an inspiration dice, too. So that was a 15, plus 4 is 19, plus 9 is 28. 28, okay. Uh, you draw a perfect... You're, you're pretty sure you're being perfect, Tom. In fact, <laughs> you, you have complete certainty right now that you're drawing a perfect map. When do you think that I would not? <laughs> I was waiting That's for fair. that. <laughs> But if, if there's ever any inconsistencies Fuck. that come up later where the map is not correct, you know you draw right. You draw right. That's all you need to know. I like your story. Okay. <laughs> because you're perfect. No, no, that, that's an awesome. That's an awesome piece to, to keep in mind. So that I'm. I have certainty. Having certainty yeah. in any story is like a superpower. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so you guys continue walking. Is there anything else you guys want to do as you walk? Does anyone want to try to climb the walls again, or maybe touch something? Right oh no! Yeah, I want to. I want to pick that. Sorry. Uh, so. So, 
Stop walk- picking me. So we're walking down this this path that it seems clear we're meant to do. Howell must have anticipated this. Agree or disagree? Agree. So, I mean, where else would he have gone? So also, we, we, we have seen these people who don't seem to have lives. They're just here to die, and, and they become renowned. How do you mean? Like the, the people that we fought? Did, we, did this happen with the guards at the door as well? They did end did, up in the... Their blood ran into the floor, I do believe. And the, the one murdered himself. Yes. So these That's people right. are ready to die. For what? For how? Maybe. We need to take one of these people alive. Agreed. Okay. Maybe just not a... Where the fuck is Finnick? <laughs> Finnick! You guys can, you guys can, you guys can roll active, active perception checks if you want to find him. Where is Finnick? I just look back over my shoulder absently and say, don't touch the walls. Mine's a natural 19. Or I mean, uh, 30, 19. Okay. 15. 15, 30, 15? Yes. Not trying. No, not trying. Okay. Not yeah, even you trying. Guys don't see Finnick. <sighs> Finnick! I know he's given us every reason in the world to trust him, and he seems to be completely on the up and up, despite my many attempts <laughs> to break the facade. He's <laughs> <laughs> telling me that this is not. He's just peculiar. He just peculiarly disappears, and when he shows back up, we get chased by the most horrifying thing I've ever encountered in my life. But it leads us. What's going to happen when he reappears? <laughs> <laughs> what new surprises and presents will he bring to us? Well, he must know something we don't know. Let's keep going. He'll catch up, or he won't. Either way, we need to find how. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to take the time while we're walking to to take the rope I have out of my pack and secure it to my body. To be easier to draw. Okay. Uh, how do you do that? It's, it's a 50-foot coil of rope. It's, yeah, so, I, so it's coiled. I take some part of it and tie it and then cinch it off. Okay, so you're tying a 50... You're tying around your waist or something? Well, I could just probably just put it right around my... Yeah. Like a bandolier. Um, yeah. I will allow you to do that without consequence. <laughs> Today is just... It's coming, your up, day. coming up, make peace. <laughs> just for the record, I, I'm resting my sh- uh, sword on my shoulder, kind of like. Uh, you're like just re- you're just ready to yeah, ready to like go a right now. Pack kind of thing. Yeah. Like I also will take the time to reload my uh, musket. Okay, that yeah. happens. Okay. Uh, does anyone do anything else while they are here? No, uh, I think. I, oh, okay. Sorry. I'm going to reload my alchemical crossbow. And I'm going to assume there are more cultists or something ahead. Yep. Ooh. I probably can't do it now. Never mind. We're already, we're already past the ritual circle, right? You are well past it. You, we'll say you guys have been walking for about a minute now. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's within... You can see it. it. Can I do an arcana check to see if there's magic on it? Uh, I mean, I have detect magic. Mm-hmm. Can I do an arcana check to see if there's magic on it? Do I know what... The circle? "Quote unquote" spell spell level, I'd be dealing with. Yes. And when we walk, could I have Frederick? That's fly ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Twenty-one. A twenty-one. Uh, the spell. So you don't know the spell level of the the rune circles. 
Do I think it's beyond anything I can? But do? the reason you don't is because it's beyond anything you could comprehend. So thank you. Uh, role play, Frederick. Um, I will say into his mind. I want you to fly just ahead of us, just to let us know what's coming. But try and sneak along the side of the wall. Don't get touched, though. Not by one of those mimics. Yes, mistress. I will fly in the shadows. Thank you, dear. Uh, he detaches himself from around your neck and flies off in front of you guys. Perfect. So I can kind of see what he can? or you that's can, a... You can see what he sees yeah. as an ability with your, your familiar. Yes. If you took that feat with your familiar. Oh, God, what did I take? I think I did. I'm pretty sure. Because I've used it before. Yes. I actually remember you taking it because you hadn't selected Because I, I hadn't familiar. at that time, so I had to um, take it. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, you can do that. You cannot see out of your own eyes while you're doing that, though. Um, Throstier, would you guide me? Sure. Just, just stand in front of me. I'll put my hand on your head. Okay. <laughs> He's got a giant sword on his shoulder. If he stops, no, 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 you oh, stop oh. too. We're <laughs> lucky the, the end's blunted. Why would you have a blunted sword? So it's a cutting edge. Yeah. With a hook. It's for tripping. Ah, okay. Yeah. Hmm. That does make that's that's an answer I accept. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, so. Finnick flies ahead as soon as he comes around that bed. Finnick flies ahead? Sorry, not Finnick. Oh, dear. Uh, Frederick, you can fly? Frederick <laughs> can fly. flies ahead. Fly. It's canon. Um, yeah. It's canon. Goes around the bend, and he's flying within the circle. What is your stealth? My stealth is plus two. Do you want me to roll? No, I'll roll for him. Okay. So, the thing about Frederick is he is not very stealthy. Ugh. Um, he rounds the bend, and you see a young dwarven lady that is completely topless, wearing the same, uh, same, basically loincloth that the other cultists were wearing. Her entire body is covered in tattoos, and she has a long beard. Um, Thross, close your eyes. And she is sitting there very clearly meditating. Oh. Around her, a circle of another four people is dancing, singing, in something that Frederick can't quite hear yet. Actually, he has uh, increased grip, so he would be able to hear it. So it's singing that same language and doing the ritual cuts. Okay. Um, I will whisper to make peace. We should take. The... How close do you want to get to them? Um, I actually let's. I'll see if I can pause everyone. So I'll just kind of put a hand up. How close do you want? Frederick so he's just flying. I want right honestly. That's far enough. Okay, so yeah. he he is flying. He is so how can come back? Uh, you ask him to come back. He says to you, Mistress, I am very stealthy. They will not see me. I can get closer. Darling, we have everything we need. You don't need to get closer. Come on back. I see something happening. He's continuing to fly. Roll a diplomacy check. Little fucker. You can do it with advantage. It is your your familiar. Okay. Nettie twenty. Okay. <laughs> no advantage needed. Um, Frederick stops and banks back, uh, and as he flies, uh, he looks back and he does catch one of the cultists clocking him. Uh, mm-hmm. 
but he doesn't get so close as to be like easily identified or anything like that. They just saw someone flying. As he flies back to the party, he is grumbling about, Mistress, I was very stealthy. They would not have seen me if I hadn't banked back. I could have seen what they were doing and spied on them, maybe set a trap. I know one of them saw you. You did a great job, but you need to come back. And I don't know what's gotten into you, but we are a team. Yes, Mistress, I apologize. And then he just kind of quietly grumbles in his own mind. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, awesome. (laughs) Okay, I'll try to pause the rest of the team. So, um, wait, I think we need to prepare. uh, One one further note, actually. Just give me a Frederick, uh, a perception check for Frederick for me. That'll be 12. A 12, okay. That's it then. That's it then. Yeah, that's fair, you know? <laughs> <laughs> At least we know what's coming, kinda. Kinda. Okay, so I'll try and stop our friends. Um, do you guys notice or stop? I don't. Fair. No, I stop. Okay. I'm leaving you, so. <laughs> I just like tap on his head <laughs> like a little drum. Oh, I stop. <laughs> stop, 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 stop. I stop and turn around. You stop and turn around? Okay. <laughs> DM calculates. <laughs> I don't like the look of that. <laughs> Continue. Continue. Thross, I, there's a woman ahead. I'm not sure if you've seen naked women. You may want to burn <laughs> your eyes. That's actually a solid question. <laughs> has, has Frost seen a naked dwarven lady before? No. Okay. Yeah. So just be aware. <laughs> I, I almost like absentmindedly start drifting towards... <laughs> no, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> Not aggressively. Just, just like a young man. <laughs> You know, like those old cartoons where, like, the, the pie smell comes over? Yep. We'll, yeah. No, I'm just joking. So you, lure. so you are saying the pie smell is... Oh, God. Ah. <laughs> uh, but so, um, uh, sorry, I will say we should try and interrogate the dwarf. Agreed? She seems to be in the center of some kind of rit- ritual. Who else is there? There are four other cultists. Of a similar variety. Uh, That would be my recommendation. Any attempts at stealth? What do we think? And to be clear, Finnick is continuing to walk. Okay. Give me another stealth check. Finnick is what Finnick does. (laughs) Can I do a perception now? Yes. Uh, It's only an 18. 26. 26? Okay, you, you clock Finnick moving ahead of you. He is, he is going to be at this point right or just about rounding the curve. I, I kind of like whisper like psst, psst. That's all I do. Okay. You don't stop? I'm going to stop. Look at you. Wink. Continue on. Okay. <laughs> that happens. I look confused. But also intrigued. Okay. Fair <laughs> enough. Not for the reason it's Finnick. It's like... <laughs> Fair enough. Okay. Uh, so you guys stop and uh, have your little powwow. Mm-hmm. Uh, does Makepeace have anything to add to it? Makepeace uh, uh, looks at Throst. And the, we've seen Throst move actually very fast, haven't we? Yes. Uh, Makepeace looks at Throst and says, 
I hate to say this, but I think the best course of action might be for you to get in there and incapacitate, but don't murder the one we want to take. Because I get the, I get the impression that if the, if the other members there are anything like the ones we just saw, they won't be long for this world, but they will be incredibly violent. Okay. I, I say, say, do you need the rope or do you have your own? Who needs rope? Well, it's good to tie people up to, before they can't get away. Oh. I didn't in mean murder. I very clearly thought I was breaking her legs. That's <laughs> so violent. Oh my goodness. That wasn't my... That wasn't my... Oh my but I don't vocalize this. this is, I, oh, you I, don't? I, okay. I just take the rope and put it around. Why does it look like you had a very violent thought in your hand? <laughs> no reason. No reason. Okay. Uh... Is there anything you guys want to do before we resolve what's going on with Finnick? Uh, I just briefly, so we're all on the same page, so we're not, you know, uh, make peace, we'll say, to Thros. So so Thros is going to go get the dwarven lady, is that correct? Yes. Yeah, is there anything different about her besides being a dwarf? Than the, are, they, are they all dwarves? No. Uh, I believe the, the four were cultists, just like we had seen before. They, look, well, sim- they were all the heavily tattooed cultists. There we go. Heavily tattooed cultists. And those were the ones that those were, were a the little tougher bit ones. tougher yeah. the last time we thought. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> okay, then. so what are you going to do? Well, kill the cultists. Sure, we'll give that a try. <laughs> okay. I mean, it'd be better what off. What are if, you going to do? It'd be better off if we were able to maybe. Do you want to get more? Immolate them. Or find some other way of, of disposing of them without them bleeding everywhere. And That's true. All my methods are blood-heavy methods. Can you use some kind of blunt blade or the hilt of your sword, perhaps? Use the hilt of my sword? Yeah. I would never disrespect the thing by using the, the handle <laughs> as a weapon. That's ridiculous. I mean, what kind of sword do you have? Uh, a sword where he can't use the handle as a weapon. Why? It's historically accurate. Oh, go on. Oh, we don't need to. We don't need to bore people with minutia at their home. Okay. <laughs> anyway, all right. So that let's resolve Finnick real quick. Finnick, you uh, are approaching the circle. Yes. Uh, you are trying to do so stealthily, but as you are approaching, you hear a voice in your mind say, "What are you doing here?" Go on. Well. Um, I am just looking for a family member that seems to have escaped down this hallway, potentially. Um, you just go about your business. I'm actually going to ask uh, our three other players to step out for a second. Mm. <clears throat> hey, guys. Get the fuck out. <laughs> Alright. She says to you, And what would one of the six be doing here? This is not for you. You can't be part of the magic. <laughs> I think you're mistaken in thinking that anything is not our business. Well, 
you can do nothing but ruin here, boy. And I'm not going to let you. Oh. Well. Now, Fennec, I need you to roll initiative. Immediately. Immediately. You're listening to Risk and Reputation, a Sea of Stars story. I recently went on vacation, and I'm sure you all noticed it very much and were very upset about it. Well, today I will explain why, after these ads. Welcome back to the Sea of Stars. So basically, what happened was I got tired, so I decided to go on vacation. It was... An interesting experience, to say the least, as someone who can cease to be if people aren't thinking of him, it was, well, eye-opening. Anyway, back to our story. Alright, so you have the initiative. You are currently standing about 60-ish feet from the circle. You have the initiative? What'd you do? Um, so Cam, nice things. So they are all actively looking at me, right? Mm-hmm. And none of us can see this right now, right? It's around the corner. It's around the it's around the corner. Yes. I am going to take aim with my weight. Let me see what the range is on my alchemical crossbow. Do we hear this happening or um, starting? Uh, you'll be able to roll perception after cool. uh, this is resolved a little bit. Cool. Uh, so I'm still 60 feet away? Uh, yes. Uh, I'm going to... I'm just going to move up and take aim at the cultist that's closest to me. Okay, what's the range on your crossbow? 30 feet, so I'll have to use my full movement to get Okay. in there. And then, who is it? Is it the female dwarf, or... It's the female dwarf that is speaking to you. The other cultists are continuing, as has happened, to dance around her and cut themselves. Okay. I'm going to take aim at her with uh, an acid flask. Mm-mm. It's a 13. Uh, 13 uh, on the dice or total? Total. That does not hit. So the acid flask flies at. Would there be splash damage? Read me the uh, the actual language of the acid flask, please. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, this flask is filled with corrosive acid that deals one acid damage. Uh. It is persistent acid damage. And... Nope, there's no splash damage. Oh, no, it does add one acid splash damage within five feet. It's one damage, Mm -hmm. uh, and it's persistent. Yes. Okay. Um, 
So it hits the it's stop persistent. It says the flat. It says that it deals one acid damage. The listed persistent acid damage. All right. Uh, I want you to roll your one d six. Four. Okay. Uh, so your flask flies past the uh, the cultists and lands behind the circle. It shatters and splatters, and none of the cultists get hit by it. You do immediately see the uh, psychic or the uh, the dwarven woman's eyes flash open and look back in panic. However. Uh, she is going to use her turn to her first turn is going to be prestidigit prestidigit prestidigitation the acid away and she's going to look back at you and glare extend a hand towards the wall flick something out it And, uh, yeah, so roll a reflex save. Oh, man, you're in trouble. 22. 22. You just duck out of the way as a uh, large stone bust of a very ugly human flies by your face and opens his mouth to try and bite you. It goes by, missing, and slamming into the, the pile on the other side. That's her turn. Okay. Is it back to me? It's back to you. Before we do that, I want all of you guys to ro- roll perception. Excellent. Fourteen. Uh, Nineteen. Sixteen. Okay. None of you notice what's going on. God damn it. All right. So we're going to take a <laughs> turn to see what you guys are doing before we go back. Keep in mind it is six seconds. One, two, three, go. And so I said, I said, I don't even have that kind of dress. <laughs> so yeah, what we're going to do, are we, so I, you're going to grab her, you're going to kill cultists, and I'm going to probably I'm going to see day. if I All can right. find a way to not bloody well, them. Into the rope. Okay, uh, that will take a couple of rounds. I want everyone to roll initiative right Just now. Just a simple slip knot? Mm-hmm. That's going to take a it should, rounds. It should you be can like, do that in six seconds? Yeah. As a person? A slip knot? There are people who can I do can't that. do that. Okay, fine. We'll, we'll roll a check for it. <laughs> I was a sailor for... Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'm going to start calling you Popeye. Not, not in Hangman's News, yeah. but just a slip knot. I know what you're talking about. Okay. Um, okay, so it's back to Finister. Okay, uh, I'm going to cast Shield. So, uh, Finnick, what are you doing? I'm going to cast Shield. Uh, and then I am going to fire a regular bolt at the dwarven princess. Fire. 21. 21 hits. And that is three points of piercing damage. And I am going to do nothing because that used all of my Action economy. Okay. She is going... She does not respond to getting hit at all. The blood starts to uh, flow down her body, and she makes no no attempt to cover it up. 
She reaches into her pocket and pulls out uh, a couple of metal objects. Holds them up to you. And... Do-do-do-do-do. There you go. Does a 14 hit? Nope. Okay. Uh, and a metal bolt swing or just swing right past your your head as you duck out of the way. You feel like if it hit you, it would be very bad. Excellent. That's your that's your turn. Okay. Just a question. Uh, does it? Is there a long distance between him and the wall behind him? He's in the center. You're in the center of the uh, thing right now, right? I'm within 30 feet of her. Yeah. Where are you in, with regards to the walls? Uh, I probably would have just... If I was sneaking in... Like, so were we coming out of a tunnel into, like, a room? Nope. It's just a, a path. And it's she's a gently curving center. path. Yep. Too. And she's just in the center of the path. Yep. In, in, the, center of the, um, in the center of the path. I would probably be near the wall. Okay. Fair enough. Okay, my question was, yeah, could we notice the metal thing? But that sounds like no, probably not. Uh, roll another perception check. What is everyone's initiative, by the way? Uh, 21. 21. 28 for me. <laughs> <laughs> perception or initiative? Oh, perception. Sorry. So, and initiative? 9. 9, 21. 19 for initiative. So, make peace. Roll perception. Uh, okay. That's only gonna be a fifteen. All right. Uh, you roll twenty-eight for perception. We'll we'll get to that when we get to Thros's turn. Um. So, what do you do on your turn? I am going to stealthily try to creep up without making too much noise with my gun drawn my goal being to probably creep up into a place where I feel like I can support fire and then use the rest of my movement to 
to. Okay, so you're moving things. 30 feet forward. Uh, so move, so move my full movement, which is 25 feet. Yeah. Uh, stealthing with my gun drawn. Okay, roll stealth. That's a 16. 16. Uh, and you're hanging. You're you're taking close to the wall. Yes. Okay. Uh, that happens. You come around the so with your your movement. Uh, and you're drawing your gun, you're moving. Do you want to take your full movement of 50 feet or you want to just stay with the 25? Do I see anything after 25? Uh, you do not quite at 25. I'll take another dark So within like 10 feet, you get around the outside and you then can see the cultists. You're also, because you're, you're hugging that wall, you come around the bend and you see Finnick, who is standing there with his crossbow out, fiddling with. Okay. Um, he, he's about, when you come around the curve, he's about 30 feet in front of you. 60 feet to the cultist. But you I also see the cultist, though. Yeah, you see Finnick first, though. Uh, I am going to... Uh, So I have one action left. Though. Yep. Well, no, because you, you you took your full out. So you are yes. So I'm a, I'm actually just gonna shoot my gun. What's the range of your gun? Um, it's pretty far. I'm pretty sure. Let me. It's like one twenty, right? Uh, I might be mixing it up. Give me. One second. I don't see a range indicator. Here. Nothing here gives me the range. Of uh, the Archibus? Mm -hmm. 150 feet. Awesome. Cool. Right, so, so yeah. Roll attack. Who are, you, who are you trying to shoot one of the cultists? Or are you trying to shoot the uh, the psychic? Um, I'm going to shoot... I'm going to do a cult shot on one of the cultists in the head. Okay. Hoping that that will result in less blood loss than anywhere else. Okay. And... Okay, that is going to be a... Twenty-one right now. Twenty-six to hit. 26 to hit. Uh, that is going to be a critical success. That's what I was hoping for. Awesome. Nice. So, um, so it's going to be... So critical success is two times 1d12. <laughs> this is so stupid. Plus one more. Seven. So, 28... Two times 12 plus 1, so 13. So 26 plus 7 more, 30, dirty 30. A dirty 30. Okay. How would you like to end this, man? Uh, I Hopefully it just goes, it, it, he's kind of dancing and dancing. And 
to someone who could watch that was deaf, he would just drop. Just, but the sound obviously would be, would be loud. Yeah, I would say it is an Archivus bullet, which is basically a small hand cannon. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, so yeah, I guess I guess it would go, just go right through his head. Yeah, okay, so you shoot, you shoot uh, with the headshot, attempting to, you know, mitigate blood loss. Mm. As it hits this uh, gentleman's head, his whole head basically just dissolves, and blood just sprays everywhere. Well, I mean that that, that bullet must be traveling really fast, right? Probably, yeah. It probably it probably cauterized the wound after it went through. So it went past. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. So, right. Uh, so I explode ahead. Yep. I was hoping that that would that would that would serve as the run faster notification for my teammates. Uh, it definitely does. Uh, so yeah, you guys definitely heard that shot, and you are all now all aware that. Uh, Shit's going down. Finnick, you also know your team is coming. Mm. Whether you want us or not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and there are now only three people dancing around the uh, the central cultist. All right, that brings us to Thross. What does Thross do? Okay, so now hear me out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. So I'm going to run. Yep. Um, for my 30 feet. Uh, I'll dash, so that's two actions, right? Is your, is your movement speed 30 or fit 25? 30. Okay. So I'll dash, so that's 60 feet, right? Yep. Is that two actions or one? So it, you don't have a dash action in 2E. You oh, just I'm take sorry. another action to okay. Uh, stride. Okay. Now, am I able to see the cultists? Yes. After two actions, you are about 40 feet away from them. You're about 10 feet okay. uh, before Finnick. And is there anything on the wall... That is around 40 pounds. Roll perception. Okay. And that just, just to be clear, this will be your full action economy. It's fine to see on the wall. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. 19 plus 9, so 28. Yes. Uh, you do see a large cauldron sitting close to the base of the wall. Okay. Uh, I haven't be... run past it yet? or Nope, it's right, right beside you. Okay. So I, I know what I'm going to do. Okay. Uh, next up is the psychic, who is going to. She's already holding her her, her bolts. Mm-hmm. She's going to fire one of them at Mister Phoenix, and that's gonna miss. Uh, it's gonna zing by you again, and then she is going to. And then she is going to use animate rope. Damn it! Uh, and is oh. going, so I need Thross to roll a. Actually, Thross, what is your your spell save DC? Uh, I need to give you I need you to give me an athletics check or an acrobatics check. Athletics. Okay. Uh, the rope around you begins to move on its own, and it is going to continuously try and bind you, but you manage to throw it off as it starts to move. Damn it. There goes my plan. <laughs> <laughs> you saw it coming, didn't you? That was awesome. You saw it coming. Uh, hate rope. So uh, that's her turn. Now it is Phoenix's turn. I will 
load an alchemical flask of fire into my crossbow and it does it work to use my movement for that so loading is an action and I, okay so and I'll still be able to attack yes okay then you I have three actions okay I'm going to attack uh 14 all right uh with your uh crossbow does it have the flourish trait no no okay so you would still have one more action uh, and that was another, that was just a, a plain bolt or was that another flask that was another flask of acid okay. this this time it would have been fire fire and what was the total on that roll uh 14 14 what happens when the uh flask breaks uh 1d6 uh fire damage and one splash fire damage okay and does it last let's look that up as well is it persistent it deals 1d8 fire damage one persistent fire damage and one fire splash damage okay so what i'm gonna have you do is that fire just spreads out Mm -hmm. uh it catches on uh everyone there because it's basically alchemist fire Mm -hmm. uh and i'm gonna say that it's exactly alchemist fire I'm reading, liter- I'm reading literally this right fire. now. Like, <laughs> All right. uh, does that have any language on what happens on this? Um, so, no. Okay. All right. Uh, so. I think it would probably do the splash. Two of the cultists, uh, their loincloths catch fire. Mm. Well, no one needed to see that. <laughs> <laughs> Is Thross uh, excited? Oh. Does that get him going? Uh, <laughs> I'm with I, I will use. He's just a boy. <laughs> He's just a boy. I'll use my last action to drop my crossbow and draw my dagger. That happens. Okay. They're always just boys. Um, <laughs> shut, shut up! <laughs> killing me. Okay. Just killing me. Just killing me. So uh, now it is going to be the other cultists. Uh, the two cultists that have. Their uh, one cloth on fire are going to spend an action to remove the one cloth. So they're now completely naked. Uh, <laughs> Thrust is uh, salivating. They are, for the time being, going to continue to dance and yeah. cut themselves. Goodbye, PG 13 rating. <laughs> Did I we mean, ever we have, didn't that? have that? Anyway, <laughs> we're going to move to MA pretty soon. Uh, so that puts us at the start. Okay, so Asario got a really cool thing at this level that I haven't gotten to try out yet. Um, she has uh, um, if infusions now. Um, and so basically, like, she just has these these alchemical potions, essentially, every day. Yep. Yeah, and so um, I happen to alchemist fire as well as elixir of life but i want to try and use that alchemist fire however i need to get into combat first so um let's skedaddle you are currently in combat you just haven't moved into range yet yes so i need to be able to throw one i want to throw one at the the dwarf in the middle um okay and i get a d a uh plus eight so 18 18 does the dwarf in the middle, it does hit. Yes! 
Okay, cool. So I have a D8 fire damage, as we as we know, as recently from Finnick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just too perfect for this. Um, I have a D8 fire damage, one persistent fire damage, and one splash. I looked up persistent, um, and it's just every turn at the end of their turn, they make a DC 15 yep. safe. Yeah. Um, so that's going to be three fire damage, and then the, the it splashes, I believe, to each... To the five like five foot square around, yep. Um, and that's one damage if anybody's in those. So five foot or ten foot? I don't know. I don't know it's that. I didn't foot. look up the splash. So it, 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 I've had to look that before. It's okay. Feet, feet. Uh, all right. So but that, would that happen to evaporate the blood that's on the floor? No, because the blood it would have already been absorbed. Okay. Maybe. Good thinking okay. though. <laughs> Every little bit counts, um, right? <laughs> so. That would not, <coughs> but yeah, what? Okay, so that actually hits the rest of the cultists, so they all get one point of persistent fire damage. Okay, can um, I also <coughs> use Frederick? Sorry, when you have a second. All right, Once so you, done. you threw, you, you pull up, you moved? Yeah. What's the range of throwing that flask? Um, it doesn't say. Um, I'm assuming it's going to be whatever my range normally is. Uh, which I don't know. You're listening to Risk and Reputation, a Sea of Stars story. So, for my vacations, I decided to go on some trips to worlds that I haven't been on before. The first one, well, the people there, well, if you call them people, perceive everything as 2D. That means they perceive things going forwards and back, side to side, not up and down. It was... Eye-opening. More after this ad. Welcome back to the Sea of Stars. So in this 2D world, I started to have a bit of an existential crisis. See, this particular world is in the imagination of a 14-year-old boy who loves coding. And, well, nothing in there is really real. It's all very ephemeral and will go away when he stops thinking about it in a year and moves on to, I don't know, football or... Girls, or whatever it is you mortals think about. And it made me think, am I like those things? Am I ephemeral? Let's stop talking about that for now and get back to a story. Alright, so what is Asario's movement speed? It's 30? 30. 30? Okay, so you can get within... If you take two actions to move, you can get within about 40 feet of them. Okay, so I'm not close enough. You're not close enough to throw. Okay. Um, so, But if I double move, I can't do much else anyway. Command, That's a, can I can Frederick. command Frederick. Can I give him a potion? You can. You can deliver your bomb and drop it. I will... I'll actually... I'm actually wanting... I want to give him a an elixir of life. Okay. To just hang on to. Because I have a feeling we're going to need it if we're going to talk to somebody. So you need to you need Cheer. to verbalize your command to him. Frederick, I need you to take this and drop it when we're ready. Yes, mistress. Is this a bomb or some other form of violence I can use? No, we're healing with this, darling. Oh. All right, then. <laughs> he, he takes it and uh, just hovers above you. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh... So to be clear, uh, a better 
you could say heal anyone that gets hurt or something like that. That would have a trigger as if you were holding an action. Sure. And he won't do that later without you having to make another command. That makes sense. I my my I, just, so I want him to have it just in case we go overboard with the dwarf. Okay, cool. that's the purpose. Fair enough. So he's yeah. just he's just hovering above you with the uh, with the thing. Yeah, you could possibly go overboard. <laughs> Our party would never. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> never, never for us. Oh goodness. Okay, I'm done. Uh, so that puts that that <laughs> make Jesus turn. Uh. Can I drop my musket and draw my sword in a single action? I'm dropping the drop is a free action. Draw is an action. So I so I, yeah yes. yes the answer yes. is yes yes. Okay. Um, so I drop my musket and draw my sword, and I'll use my other two actions to move. Okay. So you get within. Actually, you already moved, so you're going to be right up in the mix then. I would like that. I didn't think I was getting that close. But yeah, sure. you're you're 40 foot away as of your last turn. Yep. Then, uh, then I will, I will move to be within. And so you were 60 feet away as of your last turn. Ooh. Um, yeah, I can't do that. Okay. Yep. I'm going to. I was 60 feet away. If I was 60 feet away, I can't get there. I have 25 foot foot movement speed. So, you would have been... You would have been 50 feet away. I apologize. Sure. Still double move then. Okay. And get there. All right. You're there. Great. I don't... That's three actions. Yep. Better being mad at all. You're up in the mix. To be be specific, uh, there is about a 20 foot circle. Mm -hmm. Uh, You are inside that circle now uh, where along where the cultists are dancing as you cross into the circle the cultists all stop their dance and they're all looking at you now Hmm. alright me you specifically me yeah (laughs) Uh, okay so that puts us at Thross so how far away am I at this point uh you are currently about 40 feet away, and the rope is continuing to pursue you. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I'm going to take two movement actions to get right in the thick of things, too. Okay. Um, and I'll just... Um, I'm going to drop my sword right out the edge of the um, circle on my way. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll go up to the nearest cultist and punch him twice. <laughs> Okay, that happens. Good, with my double attack. Yeah, so you're using Flurry of Blows? Yeah. Roll your attack. Um, so I had a quick question. I've never actually done it barehanded. Mm-hmm. Um, it's 1d4. Uh, the, For it's a monk, it counts as 1d4. Yeah, okay. So, But it, otherwise, it's my normal attack modifier, right? Yep. Yep. 16 plus 11? Yep. Or is that just with the sword? No, it's uh, you should have an unarmed attack on your thing. If you don't, just go click on weapon and click on, click on unarmed. Okay. Sorry. Mm-hmm. 
but it should be that plus 11. So we're going to go with that while you do that. So that's going to be 1d4. Okay. So, yeah. So 27 is... Um, it's a 27. That is a critical hit. Yep. And then my d4. And that's the dice roll twice, correct? Mm-hmm. Uh, all damage gets doubled. Okay, so four. Four damage? Yeah, for the first dice roll. Okay. It's doubled. Yep. And then I roll the dice again. So you get you roll the dice. I got two. Okay. And then that doubles to four. What's your strength modifier? Um, sorry, forgot it off the top of my head. Uh, plus four. Plus four. So that's plus four. So it's going to be 4 plus 8 is 12 damage on the first one. Okay. And then roll your second attack. Right, thank you. <laughs> At least someone's keeping track of my attacks. <laughs> now 20. That's a crit. Right. <laughs> so. You're rolling well today. I know, I don't... I don't trust it. Dice or I don't... <laughs> Something's horribly wrong with yeah, the right now. He's world. got the moco. Yeah. I mean, there is things horribly wrong with the world, so... Maybe that's it? Yeah. So it's another 12. So it's another 12? Alright. Uh, you are using unarmed strikes, so you can just knock this person unconscious. I think I'll do that. Alright. Yeah. So the you come up to one of the, the cultists and boom, boom, and they're down. Okay. And then that's the end of my... Okay. And uh, that's going to put us at... Wait, have I outrun the rope? How fast is the rope's moving speed? I'm actually looking at that right now. <laughs> and the answer is yes, you have. Uh, you, you have definitely outrun it. I just want to see how long it takes to get back to you. Oh, God damn it. How far did you move? I moved uh, 40 feet. feet. Yeah, he, yeah, he, so should, be, he should be fine. Uh, the rope has a movement speed of to get to you of... <coughs> 10 feet per round. So, you got a couple rounds. But it's coming. It's like the evil snail. Uh, <laughs> I had another really good idea. Or a really bad one. Okay, uh, so, yeah. The, um... That happens, you knock the cultist unconscious uh, and bloodlessly. Uh, so now it is going to be the psychic who is now going to Asario is now in range oh boy she's going to look at Asario and say with tone with a resonance of power in her voice Asario Asario I invoke your name Oh, that's not good. And then she is going to cast kinetic ram, uh, and she's gonna she's gonna shoot it directly at you. And you need to give me a fortitude saving throw. Okey-doke. And what she's trying to do is to slam you into the wall of mimics. Fifteen. So you also have a minus two circumstance penalty to your to uh, your saving throw. But why? Because she invoked true name. Oh. Well then, minus two. 
Okay, her spell save is. You fail. Wait, what was the save? Uh, so it's fifteen. Uh, now it's thirteen. Was it was a reflex save, or is it? It is a. I did uh, fortitude. She's, she's rolling a reflex save. Oh well, then. Against right. Uh, Jake. Or you save? It's a Jake, I still have a shifts of fate roll of nine. Can I use a bonus action to? You can. Yes. Save Asariel. So you, you can make you can make you can make a, but here's the thing. I should also use my own stuff. I can't make an enemy's roll nine. Wait, so can she's I? She's not rolling. She's rolling against her uh, spell save DC. Can I still use this uh, if I don't know the result? Did you already told Do I know the result? No. Oh, okay. I was thinking. So also, the target is flat-footed against spells, mm-hmm. which I believe removes your dexterity modifier from your reflex save. It, it gives you a minus two uh, circumstance penalty to uh, no. spells. Okay. It's not a reflex save, it's a fortitude save. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, um, so what happens? You get pushed uh, 10 feet back. Okay. That's it. You get ten, pushed 10 feet back into a wall in the mix. Oh boy, what could possibly go wrong? You hit the wall, you immediately feel the burn of the mimics. Okay. Uh Nothing happens this turn, but you can feel them shifting against your back. Oh, gosh. As you are pressed up against the wall. All right. Uh, Told you it was a wall. On your turn, (laughs) you are going to roll a reflex save to see if you can get out of the wall before they latch onto you and start doing damage. Gotcha. Okay. And if if you fail that, you are going to start taking damage immediately. Okay. All right. Next up is... That's your entire turn. So next up is do, 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 survey says Eric. I am going to throw my dagger at the female dwarf. Uh, that is a nineteen. Okay. Uh, that is going to be for two points of piercing damage, and I'm going to hold my hand up and recall my knife. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to sprint towards Asariel to help her off the wall. Aww. Okay, so you can move 30 feet. Uh, you can get to Asariel from where you're at right now immediately, mm-hmm. but you can't do anything to help her yet. Okay. Uh, you dealt two damage to the main B there. And... Chivalry isn't dead. Yeah. And uh, you're at Asariel. Next up is the other cultists. Who are going to converge? Actually, they're they're all going to take. She also took. Oh, up, there's only two left, right? There's two left. They're both going to converge on. Even or odd, make peace. Um, odd. Okay. Okay. They're both going to converge on Thross. Oh joy. Um, and. They're gonna use one move to get ah, to you. Crap! I knew I forgot to do something. What? Enter stance. Yep. Oh, not there. No. All right. So the first sure. one is going to. You can say shit. It's okay. The first one is going to crit <laughs> on his first attack. And on his second attack, uh, he is going to roll a. 23. Uh, my AC is 19. Okay. So he hits on both, and it's going to be one. Later. 
1d6 plus 4 doubles. So the first one deals. There. First one deals 10 damage. Second attack deals 6 damage. So 16 damage total. Uh, the next one is going to close with you as well. First attack is going to be uh, 23, which is going to hit. Second attack is going to be another 23, which is also going to hit. Do you know what's ironic is that if I had answered Mountain Stance, I would be okay. Yeah. Oh, it's not the uh, worst. First attack deals 9 damage. Second attack deals 5 damage. So 14? Uh, totally, yeah. Uh, that's the cultist turn. It is now Asariel. Asariel, give me a reflex save. Yes. <laughs> I anyway. put the, the, the I put the bonus on top of my die so I didn't forget. <laughs> Can okay. I use an eight action? No, it's not, your, it's not your turn yet. Okay. Good thing I did. Um, this is reflex. Mm -hmm. So that's that's a eight plus <laughs> five. So, 13. 13. Doesn't quite get there. Oh, right. so, I, I blame you, Chris. This is for... It's swapped first, for some roll, reason. <laughs> this first roll is going to be for how many mimics are you are pressed against right now. Four. Oh, boy. Uh, they are each going to attempt to grab, or to grab you. Uh, this will be a roll against your... Uh, reflex save DC. Uh, that's going to be a 10. No, I don't believe so. So reflex save. It's what, plus what's, 10, what's, right? what's your reflex save? My reflex is plus 8. Plus 8, so it's an 18. Yeah. I thought so. Nope. Yes. Okay. And no. So one of them does attach to you. You can feel it burn through your clothes and you feel small teeth grab onto your skin but you do take damage from all four uh, which is going to be as damage five six seven ten damage ten damage why did she get the ten damage you get like the 28 uh, that brings us back to make peace you're listening to Risk and Reputation, a Sea of Stars story. So, after those two worlds, I decided to, you know, take a trip to your world, where there's no magic or really anything special, and it's all kind of gloomy and dull and shitty, and it kind of made me understand why you need me, basically. Uh, more on that after these ads. Welcome back to the Sea of Stars. So, of course, I have been to your world many times. Uh, this time, I decided to go as a mortal. Just, you know, a guy named Bud. Sat out in the wilderness and drank the drink named after me and hung up with rednecks and all that stuff. Um, I don't understand it. But, you know, you do you. Uh, anyway, it got me to realize something. Sometimes you just need to ground yourself. And there's no better way to ground yourself than hanging out with some rednecks. Their worldview is so small, but so big at the same time. It's quite interesting. Um, 
And yeah, now I'm just back to understanding how great I am and have experienced no character growth at all. Now let's get back to our story. Uh, am I within five feet of more than one enemy? You are within... Yes. Yes, you are. Okay. The lady? You are right up on a... You are within the circle of cultists. So the lady is going to be ten feet from you. The two cultists are right next to you, uh, whooping up on Thross. So I'm ten feet away, not five. You're ten feet away from uh, the lady, and you are five feet away from two cultists, and ten feet away from Thross. From two cultists. Okay, cool. Uh, the one to my right, or whatever, one of them, I'm going to spell strike Gouging Claw. Okay. That is a 12 on the dice, which is a 23 to hit. 23 hits. Okay. So that's 8 slashing damage plus... Uh, plus another six uh, piercing damage or another six slashing damage oh piercing I'll do piercing okay another six piercing damage and it's going to remain with Well, that's it. 14, 14 all day. 14 happens. All right. Uh, and that is two turns. What are you doing? No, so that's, turn? that's one turn. I thought that spell strike was a flourish. Oh. You might be right. Further. It is. So spell strike is two, is two turns. So I have one more left. And I'm going to use... Uh, shielding strike on the same guy. Okay. And I'm going to use that as an opportunity to raise my shield and get my spell strike back. So, shielding strike. Or actually, yeah, I already was going to do it, didn't I? Can I not do that and enter, and enter my, uh, my... I would have hit, to be clear. Yeah. But can I not do that and enter my uh, arcane stance? It has to be after I after do a ma- This is a magic attack. I can do it anyways. Okay. Uh, so, yeah. Shielding Strike. Uh, it's 13, so that's going to be... I'm assuming that hits with a 24? Yep. Okay. Then that's going to be another 7 damage to the same person. Okay. And my shield is not raised. All right. You uh, slash down on the person uh, with gouging call gouging claw and just rip their torso wide open. person is barely... Pierced. Not slash. Uh, yeah, but you, you still cut with the sword, don't you? The, the, the sword cuts, but the spell damage from gouging claw is piercing. Okay, so you, you slash him, mm. and then you put a hole through him. Just blood everywhere. Mm. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. And then, uh, on your backstroke, you raise your shield up and just get him right across the back, uh, and he is going to fall to the ground dead and bleeding profusely. Mm. 
Uh, and that's your turn? Uh, that is going to be my turn. Okay. Uh, that puts it at Thross's turn. You are standing in front of one of the cultists. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll do a double attack on him. Okay. <clears throat> 17 plus 11 so 28 28 is a critical hit 4 um, 12 again uh, no. yeah 8 and 12 8 and 12 uh, 12 no sorry 12 total 12 total okay yeah. All right, and then the next attack. Okay, double check for me. Yep, that's 20. Yeah, okay. Okay, you crit? Yep. <laughs> I don't trust myself now. <laughs> wow. Uh, <laughs> my luck is never good. <laughs> you stole mine. And four. Four? So that's an eight plus four, so it's 12 again. 12, okay, so you had 24 damage all day. Yeah. Alright. Hmm? Uh, do you want to kill him or do you want to unconscious? Okay, so he falls to the ground unconscious. Okay, and then how yep. far away is the other uh, she's about from you is about ten feet away. Okay, so I'll move up to her mm-hmm. and punch her. That was a flurry of blows. That's one action. Yep. And then you're moving up to her and punching her. So that's three. That's three actions, yeah. Uh, this one yep, roll. Watch, I just completely whip this one. Mm-hmm. That's how it works. Hit 20. You got a nat 20. Nat yeah, 20? No, I, I swear. What? <laughs> He's got to go look. <laughs> I swear. I rolled off my mat, but it's still good. What? Yeah, that's a nat 20. This is one for the books. I, like, my second session playing this game, I had, like, five 20s in a game. Yeah. But... And a three, so uh, six plus four, um, ten. Ten? Uh, ten times two? Uh, no, so I doubled the dice, which was six. You double everything. Oh, so, um, yeah, so. So how much would it be? Twenty. Twenty damage. Yes. Okay. <laughs> This is fine. <laughs> hey, you ruined my plan. You chased me I'm with a rope. Throw a, bo- a, a cauldron at her. You would. Well, they're mimic stuff. If she goes unconscious, exactly. If she yeah. goes unconscious or she's dead, the rope. If your concentration breaks, the rope will chase you. Actually, yeah, she needs to. No, but I was gonna run past, grab the cauldron, throw it over me, mm-hmm. and at her. Um, that would have been fun. Yeah. Uh, then you had to animate the damn rope. Yeah. <laughs> she is going to uh, draw a knife. She is then going to point at the wall and shoot a mimic at the first downed cultist. Point at the wall and shoot a cauldron at the second downed cultist. Damn and it. that is her turn. Sorry, not cauldrons, but just... Uh, the, the mm-hmm. crap on the wall. Mm-hmm. Detrius. Yep. Detrius. The de- the Detrius. Mm-hmm. The Detrius. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, that is going to not quite kill them, but they now have burning mimics on them. But they don't bleed. Hmm? It's burning, right? 
It is acid, so yeah. it's they, they are bleeding profusely. Oh, okay, okay. Sorry, I thought. Yeah, yeah. my bad. Uh, okay, uh, that puts us at make peace. Nope, Finnick. Uh, can I aid Asariel and try and get her off? Yes, you wall? can. All right. Oh, that thank roll. you, good uh, sir. You are going to roll a athletics check for me, please. You're going to be trying to pull her out of the wall. You can just make an athletics check to pull her out of the wall. Uh, yeah, before... Um, okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. Shit. Nine. Okay. Uh, that does not do it. You also get sucked into the wall. <laughs> uh, so... You try and pull Asara out of the wall. She does not come. Um, what do you do next? Uh, I cast Forbidding Ward on Isariel and the Mimic that is holding her. Uh, read the language of that to me. Uh, you ward an ally against attacks and hostile spells from the target enemy. The ally gains a plus one status bonus to armor class and saving throws against the target enemy's attacks, spells, and other effects. So it just gives her a plus one on her rolls. Okay. Uh, anything that's have the flourish trade on that? No. So then you have one more action. Well, it, it's a two action spell. That's what I was asking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, sorry. All right. Um, so <coughs> I'm gonna try to get out of here. Mm-hmm. So is that a fortitude? That is going to be for reflex. A, for right now, I'm going to have you roll a athletics check to pull yourself out of the wall. Athletics. Okay. And can I add my doodad? Yep. Excellent. Nice. Natty 19. And so I'm super good at math. So that's 28 plus. <laughs> For fun, it's another 8. So that's going to be a 36 total? Yes. You're right, good that at is math. That's a critical success. <laughs> uh, so with Finnick pulling on her, uh, Asariel just hulks <laughs> right out of the wall. Uh, Mostly from fear. <laughs> on the critical success, she also manages the one that was attached to you to rip it off you. you know, oh, awesome. That's um, so great. Okay, and, so is that uh, one action? That is one action. Fabulous. Okay, so I would like to have... Um, I, so I don't know if I can make this work. You tell me. So um, Frederick has ink spray mm-hmm. um, where he like literally sneezes. So mm-hmm. are there any regular cultists left? Nope, they're all dead. Okay, great. We'll do it to the dwarf. Dying. It's a verb. Yes, they are dying. Dying. <laughs> so I want to see if he can um, go up and uh, just sneeze in her face. Okay. Uh, so for... Do you want me to act out how that's going to... How I'm gonna ask him to do that, or yes, give him the command. Okay, and then I need to I need to hear the language on ink spray. Do you have his stuff available right now? I do. Okay. Um, Frederick, I need you to just spray some of your fancy ink in her face. Yes, mistress. I will 
Unleash a devastating attack on the dwarf. Excellent. Thank you, darling. Uh, okay, so it says, as a standard action, every 2d4 rounds a calligraphy... So this is like the the CR version, but I think it's similar. Um, so a, it sneezes a 10-foot cone of ink. Um, creatures must, must succeed at a DC 12 reflex save or be covered in ink. Yep. So for the for for your one because you're a little dragon. Yeah. Uh, it's just it can only target one person. That's fair. Um, so, uh, Frederick flies down to uh, the the dwarf. Yes. And as he's flying, he is doing the Frederick roar, which does not sound like a roar. It sounds more like a cat hissing, going. <laughs> he flies up in front of her, and he very, very de- he very delicately just, <laughs> and then uh, he flies back, and she fails. So she's nice kind of glitter dust equivalent. That's awesome. Nice. So she cannot see. That's fabulous. <laughs> All right, and man, this set me back. So so the command is only one action. So you have another. Action. Yeah. So I still have one. Um. I'd like so I'm I'm further back from her now, but I can get within twenty feet, I guess, for next round. Okay, so you move up. So you're if it matters, feet. yeah. All right, and now we are back to make peace. Uh, this says you use your most recent action to cast a spell or make a spell strike, which mm-hmm. would be accurate because I cast shield shielding block. Mm-hmm. So then I'm going to enter my Arcane Cascade. Yeah. Uh, and. Yeah, and I'm going to move on to the lady. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oddly enough, can I use a two action to, to charge her? Yes. And the intent, oh, my, my intention is to try to drive her to the ground. Yep. And land on top of her. I'm not sure what, how much of that I can even do, but okay. I'm not quite familiar with those rules. So the charge does not do that. What you would try and do is you can move towards her and then attempt to trip her, or you could move towards her and attempt to grab her. You do you have the charge? Uh, if they have feet to be able to do it. Yes. No, I don't have that. Okay. So, what you could do is you could uh, approach her and attempt to either trip her or to grab her or use another combat maneuver like that. I guess I can just I can just move and grapple. Right, so you're trying to grab her? Yeah. All right. Um, what is your do-do-do? <laughs> Very good. For the people at home, this is our... Uh, episodely reminder to download Path Builder. It's awesome. It will literally tell you everything you know to play Pathfinder 2E. Uh, so you're trying to grapple her. Um, you have one hand free. I will drop my sword. Alright, so you're going to do an athletics check. Yes. Alright, roll. Yes, her 4 2 AC. I'm going to use a 
thing too. Mm-hmm. So that's twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. Uh, okay, so she is, that does succeed. Is it a critical success? It is not. You son of a biscuit-eating bulldog! A critical success would have been an eighteen or twenty-eight. Uh, well, that sucks. Uh, so she is now grabbed, and her movement speed is now zero. And um, she's blind. And she's blind. That should actually... Thank you for the reminder, Mr. Matthew. Does that mean I get a critical, critical, critical success? Uh, no, it means that this is non-consensual. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, most fights aren't, I don't think. <laughs> I don't think that's problematic here. I mean, they are. This one, you both decide to fight each other. Is that In consensual? What way was, it de- was it declared? Okay. I shot a guy. He never saw me. Well, that was not <laughs> consensual. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, he doesn't you, think of it often. <laughs> you uh, you have her grabbed. So, so it didn't change her, her, her stuff? Being no, blind? No, being blind does not give you uh, a flat foot condition. It just makes it so that... It should. It does not. Gotcha. Okay. It, it just make, gives you a minus four to anything that requires perception. She might be have expertise in jujitsu. So. Mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> that puts us at Thross. There are two people at your feet. One of them is very dead, and one of them is currently being eaten by a mimic. There's also another gentleman 20. being eaten by a mimic and one, one headless body, plus a blinded and restrained, well, grabbed, uh, dwarven woman that has no clothes on. Well, she has she has <laughs> bottoms, but no tops on. I thought they all burned, the loincloths. Not hers. Oh, okay. It was, it was, so there were there were there were four human men that took their loincloths off. The dwarven woman is still wearing her loincloth, but she never had a top. Stop trying to distract me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I'm just gonna do a double attack on her. Okay. If you're using flurry of blows? Yes. Okay. Uh, so it's a four. So um, 15. Does not hit. Okay. Actually, she's grabbed. So yeah, that does hit. Oh, okay. Um, and then this, for the second attack, it was a 22. Well, those hit. Okay. So. Da, da, da. Six. So six. Okay. now out and not bleeding and there is no one around. You've been listening to Whiskey Reputation, a Sea of Stars story. The Sea of Stars and all properties held therein are the sole property of Andy Lou's media may not be reproduced for commercial purposes without our expressed written consent. I'd like to take a minute to plug our Patreon. Our Patreon is the best way to support this podcast and ensure that we continue to make this podcast and, you know, bring us the story and allow me to continue to exist, which I have an inherent interest in making happen. Please keep an eye out for our newest podcast, Worst Times with Cat. It features our dearest Katrina Sheets as she interviews individuals as they play a one-shot DM'd by her.
it promises to be very fun, and I highly recommend it as someone who has listened to the first episode. All music for this episode was written and produced by Katrina Sheets and Basement Guy. I'd like to give a special thank you to our cast, Peter Tom Berenger as Wakepiece Clover, Katrina Sheets as Isario, Matthew Greenwood as Phoenix, Chris Mayer as Ross Coindelver, Basement Guy as everyone else, and me, Troto, as myself. As always, it has been my pleasure leading you through the Sea of Stars. Now get off my bridge. It's the sea of stars. Give us just a piece of your attention. The sea of stars. Just a tiny piece of your mortal soul. The sea of stars. We'll spin and spin our stories till they're told. To fulfill your needs, we're here to cash in all our deeds. We're gonna brave our questing side by side. I'll know that stories aren't just books And if you can make them believe You can satiate your greed It's a sea of stars Give us just a piece of your attention The sea of stars Just a tiny piece of your immortal soul The sea of stars We spin and spin our stories till they're told spin and spin our stories till they're told